Hi, John. How are you today? Hi, Elliot. How are you doing? Uh, I'm okay. Um, so I saw that earlier today, the um, acting director at FinCEN, Him Das, uh, gave a speech to at a, a conference, uh, the uh, ABA, uh, American Banker Association, American Bar Association Financial Crimes Enforcement Conference. Um, I wondered if you saw either saw the speech or saw the remarks on their website. I did see the remarks. Obviously, you and I have a long history with that program, having helped create it back in <laughs> as far back as 1989. And uh, the uh, it was all it was always important to have the FinCEN directors, whomever he or she was at the time, speak to the bankers and the lawyers. And so this continues that, uh, you know, uh, process in in 2022 but obviously like in 2021 done virtually so um i did notice there was a couple of things in there that sort of struck me one is i can uh, just a, a quick aside i can remember when stan morris was the director um we asked dan if i mean we asked stan if he would speak to um it's you know i forgot how many years it was by the time i think it was 10 years. So I think it was after the Money Laundering Control Act of 86. So this, is, this is 96. So 10 years in, is the BSA working? And he was a little taken aback by that premise. Of course, believed it was and, and talked about it. But uh, him, Doss, in his prepared remarks, at least, uh, is very clear and transparent about the importance of revisiting um, the infrastructure because of not just congressional direction from the AML Act that was signed earlier this year, but also a lot of the things that FinCEN has started um, in terms of looking at innovation, or looking at whether or not uh, things can be more efficient. So definitely embracing the notion that change is coming is, is how I looked at it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he talked about the fact that, you know, um, the purpose of the earliest reasons for the Bank Secrecy Act, which was, you know, disrupting uh, or countering uh, financial flows for, related to drugs, and then how it changed for, as a result of the Patriot Act, you know, disrupting money flows to groups, and I'm quoting here, like Al-Qaeda. Right. And he goes on to say, you know, it never, it meaning the act, never anticipated the challenges of the 2020s, digital assets, uh, strategic corruption, <clears throat> an explosion of kleptocrats uh, hiding their wealth in American shell companies or, or, or artificial intelligence that could help us recognize these crimes and others. And he then goes on from that kind of quick history, which I think is, is uh, as you point out, very insightful. Um, and so uh, he's really talking now, he says, he, the, where we are is really best told in three chapters that could be titled new threats, new innovations and new partnerships. Um, what do you think about that way of sort of looking at where we're headed? Well, obviously it, it makes sense that he calls out the fact that there are now uh, listed priorities, which we've talked about before. He, he also mentions that um, Vincent is looking at uh, including other aspects of the real estate industry uh, to, uh, in an advance notice of proposed rulemaking, which 
is way overdue, but, you know, embraces that they are asking the public for their comments there. And on innovation, you know, I, I think FinCEN, OCC, and the other agencies have been uh, pretty open about the importance of it, but also that it doesn't always answer every question. And I think, um, you know, they've done a lot of things uh, like have um, open exchanges with uh, the vending community that, that is uh, in innovation. They talk about technologies, and this is from the prepared remarks. He's, he says AI, blockchain, machine learning all have the potential to automate the work that needs to be done, but it's not as simple as flipping a switch. So I think that's important. And then the other part of it that I uh, continue to really appreciate is on partnerships. You know, uh, obviously our community has been all about working closely with law enforcement for these past couple of decades. Uh, what he um, identifies in the, in the remarks, though, is new partnerships. And obviously uh, things like we understand that the community wants to know what's happening with the data that you provide. We need to do a better job there. The old adage about improving feedback, but also you know, expanding that partnership to new entities, to, to fintech, not just traditional banking, and all these things that, you know, in 1996 were, were not on anybody's radar. Right. Um, you know, the well, in 1996, probably the closest thing you had to a fintech was some of the companies um, that were providing core processing systems and, you know, maybe uh, involved in running some of the national and international payment systems. But we... We didn't we didn't think about them in the same way that, you know, I think people think about it when you say the phrase fintech now. Right. And, I, you know, the other parts of this that FinCEN does deserve credit for, and we've talked about it, is a number of the reports they've done. They did a ransomware trends report. They obviously have uh, um, there's some required reports under the AML Act, but there's there's some uh, reports that have occurred over the course of the past year and will continue to, you know, to give filers and users of information, better information, because things like ransomware, the cyber world, was really not part of FinCEN's mission in the beginning as well. So there's a lot more to go, go here. So I think the way he's characterized this, threats, innovation, partnership, all those items are really important. And I would imagine that his comments were well-received and not just seen as comments. I think they've proven, certainly also under the previous director, Blanco, he was all about um, uh, working groups, stakeholder dialogue, all those sorts of things. And it sounds like that's going to continue with uh, this acting director. Yes. Um, it'll be interesting. Uh, as an aside, it'll be interesting to see at what point a permanent director is proposed and acted on by the Senate, because I think that's a Senate approval. Could be wrong, but... Um... Uh, right. Either way, we need a, you know, there needs to be a proposal. Um, so uh, interesting, uh, always good to hear, actually, from the directors of the various agencies, because uh, these kinds of speeches are often uh, wrote, you know, uh, parts of the overall roadmap to understand what they're thinking and where they're, where they're focusing. Um, uh, I think I mean, I don't mean to equate them, but you've been uh, a great advocate for using um, regulatory pieces about organizations that have problems and to use those uh, as roadmaps to understand how to improve your program. 
if you're looking for a more strategic view rather than a tactical view, I think speeches from uh, agency heads or senior staff are equally valuable because they are sharing with us kind of where they're looking and what they're trying to, uh, where they're trying to push the entire process. So um, useful uh, to know about, useful to keep track of. And as you've said, most of these, most of the agency websites have a process by which you can sign up for new postings. So you don't have to uh, troll the website. You can get a ping uh, when they do that. So that's right. Yep. That's, uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yep. So uh, you want to uh, do the plugs? Obviously we have a couple of webinars coming up this month. Yeah, you do the webinars and I'll do the uh, the other stuff. So, so we're doing something uh, different this month. We're working with the local chapter of ACAMS that's based in the D.C. region. They're doing a uh, live stream conversation on betting on AML as as sports betting comes to the uh, what we call the DMV, the District, Maryland, and Virginia. That's January twenty fourth at noon, and then on January twenty seventh at one. Uh, we'll be running the next edition of our AML Voices webinar series, Why Transaction Monitoring Isn't Working Like It Should and What Can Be Done to Fix It. So that's on January 27th, 1 o'clock. Information on both of these events are on our website. Yes, and if you enjoyed today's uh, edition of This Week in AML, um, we urge you to um, – sign up and get it uh, served to you from SoundCloud or um, Spotify or Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. And also uh, on our website and on all of those uh, platforms as well, you'll find other pieces of our AML conversation series, uh, a variety of podcasts, both video and audio on a, on a wide range of topics. So, uh, John, it was good to talk to you, and uh, you have a great weekend, and we'll talk next week. Stay safe, Elliot. Take care. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye.